Yes, 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 yes! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's Not That Deep, bro! And we're back, episode 39. 39, boys and girls. I didn't even know what number it was. I completely I knew, forgot I about knew, that. Bro. I've got it all up here, all right? I know exactly <laughs> where we're going with this, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome. We're here today to watch another perfect film. Well, we, <laughs> it, it could be unperfect, Martin. It could we, be. We, really, could be. we don't know what we're going to be served, but, but you can guarantee that the Randy Master's going to sort it out. That's for us. right. We're going to use our bit of tech. <laughs> you know, the Randy Master 5000 is back again. I'm going to give you a countdown. You counting me down? Is That's that how right. it's going down this week? That's right. That's what how it's going down this week. Okay. We don't need. We don't need to tell them what the Randy Master does anymore. Oh, you think? We just you think you've nailed that point I home? I've nailed it down. <laughs> That's ten episodes of that. Let's get. If you need to know it what going. it is, go back and listen to a previous episode. Hit me. Right. We got five, four, three, two. One, and the film we are watching is... Shiva, baby. Shiva, baby. 2021. That came out this year. It's a film that came out this year. Wow. We're going contemporary, modern. It's some new shit for your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> are you just coming up with bullshit now? Come on. Let's hit... So get yourself... A copy of this film. I think it's a. It's on Prime. I think it is. Yeah, I think this is a Prime film. Um, right. Yeah. So get get on Prime. Shiva, baby. Get yourself a nice warm cup or something and an easy chair, and we will see you on the other side. Peace out, motherfuckers. And we're back, baby. We've just watched <laughs> Shiva, baby. <laughs> that was as good of an intro as I could have hoped for. <laughs> and we're, we're, tonight yeah. we're only speaking to the district of Blaby, which That's is right. uh, local to to <laughs> us in Leicestershire. I'm but always coming up with them one-liners, bro. Just before we get into this, that just reminded me. Did you know that? So 60%, 66% of our audience reside in America. You did say. Okay. Yeah. But 20 of that 66% live in one specific place, San Jose. Shout out San Jose. They're our biggest demographic. San Jose. San Jose. San Jose. I see. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. Shout Everyone listening in San Jose. San. San Jose. S-A-N. Yeah, San. Not like Zenedin Zidane or Zorro. 
I like San it. Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. So shout out the San Jose Posse. For some reason, you guys have found us and are obviously enjoying what we're doing. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate it. Anyway. Shiva Baby. Shiva Baby. We've just finished watching it. Well, we need to get some information about this film. We need like a... Um, Before that, though, what did you think? What I thought was... Um, she, well, I'll tell you, Martin. <laughs> I'll tell you what I thought of this film. Okay. I thought this film was pretty bloody fantastic. Did you? Yeah, on oh, it, honestly, wow. I, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time with Shiva Baby. It was like... We need some information first of all. Let's 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 get a director down because I I have... may honestly that was fucking chaotic. Yeah, I, I was like, what? So this film was made. What is going on? By somebody called Emma Seligman. Seligman. Yeah, and by the looks of things, this is her debut film. Is that the main? That's the director of the film. Yeah, but is she like? A character in it no she's not a character in it the uh danielle was played by a actress called rachel senate mm -hmm. um who again seems to be relatively new in the uh in the world of hollywood and then we've got molly gordon playing um mayor mayor yeah um all of these actors look i, I don't recognize any of these names i i know the I know mother, one of them. the mother, I've yeah. seen in things before. Yeah, I can't think what though specifically. Um, I'm just looking at her filmography now, and I think possibly I've seen her on television because none of these films are standing out as something that I've seen her in. Um, but yeah, the, all this whole film seems to be. It came out last year, 2020. Oh right, why does it say 2020? It did say 2021. I'm not sure. Maybe that it was the difference between the American release and the UK release. Right, yeah. So when when did it come out? I'm not, I'm, it just says 2020 here, but then on the internet we did see 2021, so it will be a regional difference. Yeah. First of all, we should probably talk about uh, what a Shiva is. I just want to get a, a brief... Uh, what is a Shiva? Right. A Shiva is a week-long mourning period in Judaism for first-degree relatives. So that is when oh the a member of your immediate family dies. You take yeah. a seven week, um, seven day period of mourning. Yeah, yeah, right. So which is what they were it, in in the film. Yeah, and it lasts seven days following a burial. Apparently, so after the the funeral and the burial, then you have a seven day period of mourning, and this film takes place at. A Shiva, which I'm assuming yeah. there's a day where you probably plan your Shiva out, I imagine. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you, you kind of, certain days would be respecting the wishes of the deceased. You'd have a day when you, all the relatives came over. That's how I assume. Yeah, well, I mean, you could see it in the film. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's all based around that, just that one thing. Yeah. But it it seems so, like... The, the emotions that she was going through well, and the, how intense the music got every such, time. It was so well... I have a lot of thoughts about this film because it was, on paper, it's a girl coming home 
to go to a Shiva. Yep. Basically, that is the entire, that is like the basic premise. The main character of the film, Danielle, is coming home to go to a Shiva with her family. Yeah. After? After having sex with a man. And that's how the film starts. And I love it because you're constantly asking questions, like especially if you don't know what a Shiva is and you're not familiar with Jewish uh, kind of culture. Yeah. It's, it, this I film, thought it was just a funeral, but then you explained it. It's a seven seven day uh, morning Jewish period. tradition. Yeah. So yeah. she, though her, it it was written ge- ingeniously, like the way that as soon as she gets to the shiva, you instantly think because I saw that this film was one hour and eighteen minutes. So I was like, okay, this is going to pack a lot in. Like yeah, it, if yeah. it's if it's going to be good and it's going to it's going to have a, a coherent message, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening in this RNA. And it minutes. fucking was. And instantly, when she gets to the Shiva, the guy that she was having sex with, she um, arrives at the Shiva, which is just like it's crazy, crazy to it think. Creates this dynamic, but in between her the scene at the start with them having sex and him arriving at the Shiva, you get to see the family dynamic of yeah. what her actual family's like yeah. and how close there's a lot of love in that family. Mm-hmm. And so much so that it seems, I don't know. It, it got me thinking a lot about, uh, the way that you see the, the family dynamic and the amount of love, I think shows the fact that she wants to be a different person as soon as she left her family. Yeah. She um, instantly ran away. Because I'm coming to the conclusion that all feelings are just very intense. Actually feeling emotion, like, fully to its, like... The way they portrayed it was, like, perfect. degree is difficult. It was good. And To portray, like, the way they, they just put every scene like that obviously some of them were like mild but then you could just feel it all coming well, in her anxiety how that event should be one of love there's a line in the film everyone loves you here yeah um and there's a scene that i thought was absolutely fantastic and it was when she was almost hallucinating yeah when almost tripping out and it's because so all these she, we can establish that she's fractured her identity. Mm-hmm. She has this person that all the people that she grew up with know her to be. Yeah. And then she's got this new person that she's living outside after she's graduated. And they inform one another. So she wanted to be the... She wanted... She, her parents provide everything for her. You know? They pay... The, she's, the parents say at the beginning, oh, well, you're on our payroll. Yeah, yeah. So that is going to leave one feeling in a position of powerlessness. Yes. They, they're not in control of their situation, no, sort of thing. So that's why she has started selling her body. Yeah, because she feels more empowered. in control. Yeah, and, and yeah, in control. And pa- empowered from that situation, which is. Well, it makes sense on paper when you write it down. It's it's not a good situation, no. but it, it makes sense. So then, but at least you can see though that she thought it was just 
someone to um that was single and was just doing this for that's very true she didn't money he he was she didn't i feel like if she knew that she would have not done that not done it no not at all like and the, you can so, you can sort of see in the way that she like finds out she's like what a wife yeah no. and that that trips her out the the fact that there's a child involved and yeah. that there's commitment and he's lied to her that takes the power from her situation she's not in control of that situation mm -hmm. anymore it's not so that's gonna plus him giving her the same bracelet he gave his own wife like well, how crazy fucking move. stupid can you be it's all right pretty now, i'm not saying oh you should do it more carefully you shouldn't do it at all but like if you were gonna do it anyway come on well she'd spun in this whole web of that she was going to business school yeah and yeah. the she asked him for money just after she was about to leave and he kind of pulled her in and kind of wanted to um take the relationship to a more serious level and not have it he didn't really want to pay her was yeah. the vibe at mm -hmm. the beginning which is crazy when you then find out that he's got the wife and the and the kid and all of that because they've been together he, for five years and like, he, he gave her the great yeah the bracelet to keep her around so you know what i mean at mm -hmm. the beginning she was like she didn't want to kiss yeah, it's him. the same as the, the wife mm. and it said well yeah, yeah the bracelet's exactly the same as the wife which is great it, it shows that he either thinks very little of his wife or a lot of, of himself of her because he, he's given the bracelet to both of them. So he either True. loves both of them very yeah. dearly or he thinks very little of them both. And he just gives these out. These out everyone. like fucking candy to everyone. Yeah. yeah. So. But what's fucking like trippy is the fact that he uses her money to pay them. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like this weird whole loop of he gives her money for the sex that is he earns does he work for her dad's company no he he's a teacher somewhere but because his wife's got three businesses that are booming she makes the money she makes a lot more money than him that he spends that he spends on prostitutes i mean well sugar babies that's probably the correct term to put it in the context of this film but it's yeah. it's yeah it's just an insect insecure girl making a silly decision really and you could see like how every time her mom talks to her it's like oh are you are you disappointed in me like she's trying to see if well the whole context of everyone uh, i keep wanting to call it a party but obviously like it the shiva it's yeah the shiva that's yeah. the only word for it all the people at the Shiva are people that she grew up with and they have this idea. What well, they want the best for her yeah. in in their eyes. Yeah. And they all have an idea of what, you know, you, when you see children growing up, you think, oh, well, he's like this and he'll grow up to be like that and she's like that and she'll be good for this job and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. And a lot of them are always like, oh, a, you got a boyfriend. You got a boy. I'm like, what? yeah, they'll ask that because they want to know that that you're doing all the things that they did and you know living in their eyes the good life and it, it i've been to a lot of family parties and a lot of events that i've had similar vibes to this really yeah not with the whole uh sugar daddy narrative but yeah. just the way the all the relatives are talking Word, to yeah her. yeah no, 
I love my family. Um, yeah. But okay. The expectations, especially when you don't see a relative for a long period of time and they saw you when you were younger, yeah. there's definitely this idea that they have, obviously, like you, and so, you know, I have an idea of all of how my uncles and aunties are doing, but you don't know until you see them, sort of thing. Yeah. 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 And Danielle finally sees these people, um, at an odd time in her life where she can't really put her finger on what she's doing. She doesn't know what she's doing. No, she doesn't know. And that creates this. I think we spoke about Franz Kafka before. No, we haven't. A Croat- Franz Fran- Kafka. So Franz F R A N Z. Franz Kafka. Kafka. Okay. Yeah, and he was a Serbian Croatian author who lived in the 1800s and he died very young. I don't think he made it to 30 and um, a bit like H.P. Lovecraft. But Kafka wrote this book called The Metamorphosis, which is about a young man that wakes up and he's a cockroach. And his whole, all the people in his life that know him, when they see him, are like, oh, ew, you're disgusting. Get out my sight. And, Kafka's work could be uh, defined by that sense of everything you know turning against you. And Kafka, my favorite Kafka work is uh, a book he's got called The Trial. And a man wakes up and there's two men in his room. And the men are like, oh, you're awake. You're coming with us. And the man's like, well, what do you mean? I'm coming with you. And they're like, you're on trial. What for? You'll find out when you get there. And they just like take him. And he goes through all these different stages of like, they take him to an office and he has to sit there with a man at a desk and the man's doing paperwork and he doesn't get to find out what he's done. He gets moved to another place. And it's just this whole sequence of never finding out what the fuck is going on. Right. Sort okay. of thing. And so the term Kafka esque has been developed. You know, a film. A reviewer might call a film Kafkaesque because mm-hmm. it's given off those vibes. Do you think this was given? A- yeah, definitely, because it's her whole world of what she. You um, have you heard the term equilibrium? Yeah, it means your perception of normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if your equilibrium is bent or broken, then you don't really. You, you're a bit uh, off. <laughs> you know, you're going a bit crazy. That's right. It looks like you've been taking some drugs. Or, yeah, your perception of things is just off. It's, That's what her mum tells her. Yeah, so she's got that. So her equilibrium here and everything she knows to be normal and right, she's living a fractured life where she's got the sh- the, the sugar daddy part of her life, the family part of her life, her past where she's got this friend who she grew up with called Maya, who she seems to have lost her virginity with. And yeah. then seemingly all... Two. two yeah, and then all of the local community seemed to know about that relationship they, as yeah, well. Yeah, And she, it was stated that Danielle was in love with a boy, infatuated, obsessed with a boy. Yeah. And he said no. And that's how Mayer ended up taking her to the prom. That's right. So she has these three different parts of her life that she thought were all separate and would never collide, and they have all come oh, together. Yeah, come together, yeah. In I mean... The, in this room. The whole, like... I I don't get why... So, sometimes through the film, I was like, 
What's she gonna do? What What is she after that she keeps like doing good shit for this guy? Do you know what I mean? This piece of shit guy. Yeah. Because like she's you insecure. see like halfway halfway through they get in the toilet and she's just there about to do it mm. and he's like nah he says no and I'm like what what are you trying to like achieve here she are w- you still trying to take his money away so she's a or young like, person in the same way that she st- probably started doing the sugar daddy thing for to control to feel like she's in control of something at that point when she was about to perform fellatio on him again in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. She had just been in a conversation with her mother. She was doing it out of, to escape a commitment, to not confront the questions of whether, she, what job she was going to get post-graduating. Um, and if she can go upstairs and be in control of a situation... She'd rather do that than to... Be downstairs and be in this sea of chaos where she's out of control. That's right, yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, no, you need to do this, you need to do that. The whole time when they're like, oh, well, that person has a cousin that will help you with your career. Mm. Let's go talk to them. Come on, let's go. And I'm like... If that was me, I would just I would have left. Well, you might, yeah, you would leave. You you genuinely would leave. I would just leave. I need to leave the situation. I don't care how I'm getting home. I'm gonna walk there. Well, it um it did make me think when I was watching it because I can relate. I've been in that position. Uh, it was some of those positions that that film presented, like yeah. being asked about jobs at the buffet table yeah. and all of yeah. that. And then I just thought because of how different our upbringings were, whether you'd, en- if you could relate to those situations. No, nah, not at all, bro. Not at all. See, that's, not that's all. so crazy, because I really... I re- there was... Okay, there, there were, like, probably... I could probably remember two parties where it was just family, mm. right? And that was, like, when I was, like, seven, eight. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, then sort of, like, after that, it, everyone was, like... Er- everywhere so like even in the country we were living in mm. everyone was in in a different part mm. every single part like uh people in my family so we had to like we traveled quite a lot um we moved around quite a lot but there were two times that i remember it was like two christmases um mm. of seven and eight and they were just like oh oh you're cute you're great you're growing up to be a uh, a good boy and all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then after that, obviously, a couple of years after that, I moved here mm. and never Your again. Family has been in different places. Yeah, the he, he, just before we came here, or just after them them parties, mm. most of like my grandma, she went to live in Italy. Um, then, like, my uncles and aunties, they went to live, uh, uh, I think one went to, like, Switzerland. Mm. So we just moved straight away. I don't I don't really remember them parties anyway. You know what I mean? So I've never been in that situation. I can't relate to what she's, like, when you going see, through. When you see scenes like that. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. you must be it's, like, what I'm the like, fuck are those what people is doing? Happening? <laughs> yeah, what is happening here? This is absolute chaos because i've like straight up chaos been honest like her going to the toilet 
not to take naked photos. I can't relate to that. But going to the toilet to avoid all that shit. All that shit. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I've been to like parties where like in uh, where my dad lives in America. He, he has like a resident living underneath him, and mm. he's got the other two uh, floors to himself. Obviously, the house is his, but he just gives that part to that woman. Yeah, and she has loads of families. Well, loads of family. Mm. And they all come together to like have a party, but obviously I can't relate to any of them because I've not been part of that family. I just mm. I'm like a, a outsider coming in, basically. That's fascinating. But you can sit. I've seen that that shit happening, and I'm like, this is just fucking crazy. What <laughs> what is going on with you people? Then when you when like she started to hallucinate and see all her loved ones as demons, uh, as things attacking her. Mm -hmm. um, and she then shouted. That's how that manifests. All all the questions, all the pressure starts distorting her reality and her perception of it. You start tuning out. White noise comes with the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then something snaps. And you just, you have to say, you know what I mean? But like, she didn't even say you anything. You express it. Yeah, you have to express how you're feeling. But all she said was get off. Yeah. Sort of thing. And that caused this big stir at the Shiva. Mm -hmm. You know, it would have been the the uh, you know, the faux pas, the embarrassment, the talk yeah. of the yeah. family. But she keeps on trumping that. Well, yeah. Every time. I, I just thought it was so sad how how she was seeing the situation was a real threatening situation yeah. like these things attacking her and all she's she said just once get off yeah and that was like the worst thing she could have done in her family's estimation to be fair if that was me i'll be fucking suffocating bro like in that situation that she was in you go mad, yeah. i'll go fucking crazy i need to leave i can't like then, if that would happen i'll be like but then you're with mother <laughs> let's get the fuck out. You're like withholding the family's reputation of like in that situation because like dad is there and he's he's with the work people and it, she kept going between her mum and dad saying dad can we leave oh go find your mother and then he got like but mom that, can we leave but that's go find your mother that's a mission because she's going to be over across the room so I have to cross the room where there's like loads of people a load again. of people that could get me into a whole thing and when I do get to her she's going to be talking to people mm. and in her own thing and she'll say go get your father <laughs> which just bounces you back and so it's like this loop feedback loop which she's Constant. just stuck yeah and yeah. You, you can't leave of your own accord because you're again that would be, oh where did Danielle go is she okay is mm. she eating and it's it's constant issue eating. Look, just leave add, me the fuck alone. Yeah, to add on top of all the things that she's getting asked as well, they think that she's anorexic and on drugs. And I feel like uh, if I grew up in that situation, I'd be different than what I am now. So, like, if I was the way I am now in the situation, so I'd be a lot more um, like, get me the fuck out. If I grew up in this situation, no, like raised, she did, yeah, yeah, I'll feel like I'll be the same as her. Mm. But it still in my head would be like it would. I'll need to take drugs <laughs> <laughs> or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's. 
I thought this was a really cool bit of modern filmmaking mm-hmm. because this isn't like a film that you could make 50 years ago. People wouldn't have yeah. got it. This is like very of its time. It's very modern. and it- It's surprising to be a 2020. She does mention in the film that, oh, well, I'm working from home at the moment. I so wonder so, if that was a... Yeah, it's sort of like a hint to like I Corona. I wonder if that was a Corona reference or not. But I've... This sort of filmmaking really intrigues me because it is—it's dealing with all mental stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's all stuff that was kind of in the character's head, but that's like quite complex storytelling to pull that off. You said that the soundtrack was almost a character in this film. Yeah. Have, yeah. Did we watch Punch Drunk Love? No. So Punch Drunk Love is directed by the guy who directed Boogie Nights Mm -hmm. and it features Adam Sandler in one of his rare critically acclaimed roles where everyone just loves it and it's about he plays this character who is riddled with anxiety and he ends up in very similar family situations to Danielle like well all these people are there and they expect him to be a certain Way. way and a certain character and again, the soundtrack is this incredible build-up of very... It will start off and it will be very, like, strings, like, very quietly. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, builds up with the... Pluck, 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 and, and then he goes crazy. And then he'll, like, do something like break a window. <laughs> that's, like, the word, that's his breaking point. Wow. And then they're like, what are you doing? And, like, they're all shouting at him and he's the bad guy, but he's it's very similar to... And that, that was 2003. That was, like, way way back sort of thing and I actually think this film pulled it off better than that film did but it the sound is a huge part of telling that story mm-hmm. you you couldn't depict that mania or that like I feel like with the sound it just showed the emotion that she was going through at that moment I was like holy shit like some mm. of the when she was like hallucinating mm. It was more like she was fucking confused. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she was like, what the fuck is going on? And you could feel it with yeah, with mm. that music. And then when she was like surprised and she's like ha- about to have a panic attack, you could just, the tone that it was like, mm, that was, just keep going up. And you're like, holy shit, <laughs> am I having a panic attack or what? <laughs> there were little bits where she'd maybe have excused herself and gone to the bathroom or yeah. got herself out and then she'd she'd maybe see Maya from across the room and the the soundtrack would just give a little stab yeah just a quick like dun sort of thing and then she'd go back to talking to her mum and it, it's all those little hints and it have you them scenes were they did that quite a lot in the film when it like it sort of cut to somebody across the the room. The, the room, but like there was nothing in between their way. You could just see. It was like that Mac too. and Charlie meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's like, uh, they were just, them scenes look quite quite cool, but it was so intense because you could just see it. The first time she mm. saw him and that music was like, oh shit. And I fucked up. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like. It's almost like a comedy. There's a comedic yeah. aspect. That, that's why. In that moment he knew. You fucked, you fucked up. up. <laughs> That's why I bought Kafka up because there's a certain hilarious... Brazil is heavily... We, we did 
a podcast on Terry Gilliam's Brazil with our good friend Harry Barden a long time ago, but it never saw the light of day. Nope. Um, it will possibly in a in a later episode. But Brazil, that whole idea of like his his he starts off as a government worker and then ends up being sectioned by the government yeah. as an insane person like that is ca- entirely Kafkaesque in itself. So I bought and but that's kind of funny. Like Brazil had that weird funny thing going on where mm. it was so over the top like with the paperwork guys like here's your paperwork for your paperwork (laughs) that like over the top and it nearly touched that in this film there were like points with her father like the fact that it ends with all all the 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 person who shiva it was mum dad her the person who shiva it was yeah i think who who was the ginger lady that was in the back uh was that? I thought it was her Shiva. No, or the her, Shiva's. Uh, well, obviously it's for the dead person, but I thought she was the person that was like hosting the Shiva. No, 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 it was somebody else. It was uh, that that person who had the blonde hair. That was her house. She was hosting it. Who was that ginger lady in the back of the van? I have no idea. <clears throat> it was just a random person. Just a random person. Yeah. Because my my point was is that all the key players are in the van. Yeah. Basically. And that, yeah. I don't the know if the ends, ginger yeah. lady was just a, a red herring in that situation, mm-hmm. but the the unthinkable at the beginning of the film, in in I guess in Danielle's head and the viewer's mind, you've yeah. got all these you've got mum, dad, and they can't meet uh the guy that I've been whoring myself out to. <laughs> yeah. And he can't meet Maya, who I lost my virginity to, and who's a girl. Like mm-hmm. the, all these parties that can't interweave Collide. are now in my dad's van <laughs> and we're all together <laughs> sort of thing i just don't I, I really don't like i like the film and the way like how crazy it was but she could have played that situation so much better and she just kept blowing it and kept lying about shit Do you know what i mean like she didn't really know what was going on the amount of hints they that they put towards the the sugar daddy thing was mm. like oh so you babysit oh so you uh you must love really love this kid and i'm like obviously he's talking about himself because mm. yeah yeah that babysitting was... means whoring yourself out to a sugar daddy somewhere around the town i mean not to I mean, I feel comfortable talking about anything as long as we're talking about it in context of the film and it has rhyme and reason. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, when they were having sex, she was saying daddy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that, and then it, yeah. it was within five minutes of that happening, you actually met her dad. Yeah. That was like the next scene, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- really, if we're talking about Danielle as a character, she... and. Does she have daddy issues? Oh, she's just got issues. Like, yeah, she does have issues. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, she's a, a struggling kind of damaged. But then I, I don't want to put her down too much because she's also trying, failing wildly. But, but she's. Tries. Yeah, it's not like she's not doing anything. She acts upon impulses. She tries. Uh, but what does she need the money for? Because she never explains, like, what the money is for because if it's for university uh, that's what the parents 
have money for that. We never really I mean? find out her living situation. No, do we? it's always like I just I just wanted money, and I'm like, okay, for what? It is you spend on more dick. What? <laughs> like, what the, do you want? <laughs> uh, the moral fiber of her character is hard, a hard one to calculate. Mm-hmm. I will say that it is hard to to work out. I mean, <laughs> we're She's all con- flawed. Down, we're down all herself. flawed individuals, mm-hmm. and I, I, I that's what that was a point in this film when I was like, this film is ballsy because you relate with this character. It's like Joker. That's why Joker worked because Joker's the enemy. Typically, yeah, but, but then that, that film, film made you empathize with the body, so yeah. it's like, oh, I feel naughty. Like, that's why that film did so well because it made everyone feel naughty and okay with being. I bad. bet this film does well, then. So, that I think this film is pretty highly rated, and hence why it's on this list. I can't think of a reason why. I mean, possibly I put it on this list because I thought Shiva was referencing the Hindu god which is an entirely different thing. I may have just seen the word Shiva and been like, well, that's got to go on the list. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. I, I don't think that's why that this is on the list. And I think uh, I've heard this film being brought up as one of the best films of last year, just in a lot of conversations like that. And I can see why. I can entirely see why. Because it you do at times empathize with Danielle, even though she's a police of work a police of work a piece of work <laughs> <laughs> you know a what, piece of work you okay know, you know what i mean yep. she right and on that note closing thoughts give it to me well that was really my closing thoughts just there like that she was the damaged heroine of, of the film but was trying her utmost to please everybody but herself um and in effort to please everybody she ends up pleasing nobody um whoa maybe mayor who knows yeah you know what i mean they it, do hold hands on the way out it's so. a little ambiguous i like there's a lot of ambiguity i could give this a second watch you know mm-hmm. it was only an hour and 18 minutes and that's with it was probably an hour and 14 or something without credits and everything Mm -hmm. so it's short as anything but it it packs a punch and i like it man what do you what are you thinking um i just thought it was fucking hectic Mm. and if i ever get to that stage i'm probably gonna flip out Cause that's some crazy shit. I mean, yeah, man. I, I, I... So it did what was intended, and I give it mm. a it get, it good get, tick. It gets a seal of approval. It gets, it gets the a Martins. tick. Good, good. Because a diverge tick. A diver- <laughs> that, that that's a good metric. <laughs> the diverge tick. That's right. Um, yeah. So Shiva baby, go check it out. Um. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Thank you. You know where to uh, find us at Instagram. Oh, at in Instagram, on Instagram. In it, all around it, to be That's fair. That's right. You know, our MIP LTD. We got a website, 
MIPLTD.org. I mean, I think at this point... Get us, you know, anywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, maybe even YouTube. Who knows? You know what's going at the end of this episode? Catch us on the flip side. You know what's going at the end of this episode? Why is? Um, I think it'll be out at this point. But yeah, this is my... Uh, Oh, debut single. Okay, a cover of "Fly Me to the Moon" by Frank Sinatra. That's what I like to hear. Uh, check it out, please. Big do. up to big up to uh, Edu. I'm really gonna fuck this last name up. Ferrera. I think he's gonna kill me. I tried, <laughs> Edu. I'm very sorry. <laughs> and everyone at Twenty Four Seven Studios, Perry and Raj and Vaz and Rich and. Gino. Glenn and Gino and it's oh I hope I'm not missing and uh Borna the uh the stylist um Jesus Christ I've opened a kind of worms here yeah you have but, just keep going but thank you so much to ev- everybody that was involved uh putting it together the videos on YouTube uh you search Oland on any platform of your choice and you will find the song fly me to the moon um I hope you enjoy it um yeah that's it for your your listening pleasure episode 39 that's right it's not that deep bro peace out Sing forevermore.